are now tuned into Sports Brock with Air Auntie. You are now tuned into episode 16, episode 16, live from Red Bull Arts in New York City. I am here with, <laughs> I'm watching you watch your tablet. It's a commercial. It's okay. a commercial, okay. Shayna, what's your whole name? How do you say your last name? Sadagarai. Sadagarai. Mm-hmm. Shayna Sadagarai. Welcome, Shayna, to the show, everyone. Shayna at Scorpion Charge. Scorpio. Scorpio in charge. Ooh, Scorpio in charge. Yeah. I thought it was Scorpion Charge. People think it's Scorpion Change. No. <laughs> Scorpio in charge. Yes. So then it's your birthday season. Yeah. Happy Scorpio season. Tis the season. Tis the season. I have myself have been stung. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> As I take a drink, dusty ass scorpions. <laughs> uh, I'm a Capricorn, so you know that's cool. I'm a goat. <clears throat> Thank you for. Sh- First of all, let me preface this with Shana is actively watching the Celtics versus Pistons game while we're in studio. Uh, she is streaming it from her her tablet. So you are a real basketball fan. Uh, yeah, die hard. Die hard. Not just a basketball fan. Let's be specific. Celtics fan. Uh, I love the NBA. You love the NBA? Yeah, but Celtics is my my team. It's your team because you are from Boston. Correct. What is a little Iranian, Filipino, what is that like growing up in Boston? Because to me, Boston, I've never been to Boston, but it just sounds like scary racist city. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's known for being pretty racist. And growing up in high school, I was like one of two non-white kids, so... Yeah, I, I guess I never really noticed until I was removed from the area. Mm-hmm. And how did your parents end up in Boston? Um, they both came over here from their respective countries, and they met playing tennis, and they've been together ever since. So it, you would call it a perfect match. Perfect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Sure, sure, sure. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Do you like those? My mom met her husband, my stepfather, on a tennis court. So, Wild. cheers to cheers again. tennis courts Bless being a place where love, love actual actualizes. Love actually is also a movie. It is. Um, movie. So I read that you became, you decided you wanted to do art because that's what Shanna does. She is an artist, in addition to being a basketball enthusiast. Uh, when you were in third grade. Whoa. <laughs> and you, like, drew a really good picture of a manatee. Yes. Well, I have a similar story. I can connect on that. I was a new girl in my school, and I could draw a basketball hoop. Oh. Like a, a square backboard with, a, like, a little cylinder and net. And that got me, that kept me from getting beat up. Because oh. then the boys were like, oh, you can draw a basketball. Draw me one, too. And when in fifth grade, I guess if all the boys like you, then the girls don't hate you because I was the kind of like uh, the the conduit to the boys. Mm-hmm. I spoke both language. I wasn't bisexual. Maybe back then. Now I'm just gay. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, I helped to facilitate. So you drawing a manatee, you got the, what, a standing ovation from the manatee? Yeah, I got a really um, positive review. So uh, that just carried on. Continued drawing. I've since stopped, I guess. <laughs> Draw. I mean, I guess if you're an artist, you kind of like, there was it's an evolution into, I guess, 
what's your new your mediums, I guess, right? Right. So how did you what was the next medium after you start you began uh drawing? Um, I think I picked up photography next and I found that to be pretty difficult in general, just finding like a subject matter that interested me. And how old are you when you decide on this the art that you're currently doing? Um, probably like nine years ago. I lived on Cape Cod for a bit and I didn't have like internet or anything. Um, so I would go to like the local grocery store and pick up magazines and I started doing like a lot of celebrity collage. Um, and then, uh, I mean, that's like the origin of my uh, subject matter now, which is like the concept of worship. Um, and it's since evolved into basketball. So would you say that you worship basketball? Uh, yes. I'm what, a fanatic. What, I mean, you worship basketball. Like, you think about basketball all the time. All the time. I watch, like, three games a day, if I can. Do you play basketball? Um, not particularly. I, I tried um, with Downtown Girls. I just want to get involved in every aspect of it, so I figured that would be a necessary part just to, like, understand the game, like, hands-on. Um, mm. I don't really like, like, contact sports like I, I like tennis you know something divided by a net volleyball but basketball's a little too intense defense felt good though I, I like shooting I'll, I'll shoot, by shoot the ball. so you should be uh you should be like a designated like a corner three-point <laughs> like Ray Allen Ray Ray you know <laughs> see I'm speaking your language yes, I'm yes. speaking speaking Celtics speaking Celtics okay so basketball worship how did you develop this worship for basketball because a lot of people say they love sports because, you know, some my friend is Haitian. And when her parents, they moved to New York, her dad was like, people take their kids to baseball games. She's a grown-ass woman now who loves the Mets because her Haitian father said American people take their kids to baseball games. I'm going to take my kids to baseball games. Is that a similar thing? Like, how did you begin this, like, interest in basketball? Um, I definitely didn't have the same path. Um, my grandfather was a Celtics fan, though. Um, I, I didn't pay attention to it much when I was a kid growing up, but it was really the 2007-2008 season when I became like heavily involved in it. It's when they won the championship. Who uh, the, the big three? <clears throat> big three, yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Rondo, Not Pierce. Rondo. <laughs> oh, he's a part of it. He was part yeah, of the he team. Was part of it. it was Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, and KG? Yep. Okay, but mm -hmm. Rondo was on the team. He definitely facilitated that win. He's pretty good. Doc Rivers is a coach. I love Doc. <laughs> oh, God, Doc. Yeah, right? <laughs> Austin's number one. I don't believe that, but we'll skip that. Um, yeah, I love Doc's coaching style. And, I mean, that's, like, how my love for the NBA just evolves. It's, like, you follow coaches and, and players, and that's why I can find something I like in every team. So you love Paul Pierce? He's, like, so annoying. He's funny. He's, he's, he's classic. He's yeah. a classic. He got stabbed. He did get stabbed. He, That's not funny. He did. Let's take that out. Yeah. Uh, that was one of my trivia questions. <laughs> Who stabbed Paul Pierce? I, I don't know. Did, uh, do people know? They know. He was uh, some, a rapper. Benzino. The rap, he's a local. He's a rapper from uh, Boston turn uh, reality TV show star. What, what show? Do we know? Like Love and Hip Hop. Oh, okay. Some city. He's still rapping. No, now he like is a part of the Creep Squad. 
He's like, I think Love, Love and Hip Hop at New York. I think he just lives mm-hmm. in New York. Okay. But he, I think he's responsible for stabbing Paul Pierce. Okay. Because Paul Pierce, I think, tried to like get, tried to uh, break up a fight mm-hmm. and got. But he just got better. That's the stab sound. Yeah. Um, and I like KG. KG's a uh, lunatic. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. He's like crying. It's a life motto. Listen, it is a true life motto. And then Ray Allen, of course. I mean, calf muscles of the... Young Jesus. Young Jesus Shuttlesworth is an amazing basketball player. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I mean, Boston just won the World Series. Are you excited about that at all? Um, I saw it, and I was excited. Um, nobody in New York is really excited, so I couldn't share that with anyone. I mean, you're a Celtics fan living in New York City. Nobody's excited yeah, about it. Yeah, no. Everyone just walks past me and just says fuck boston anytime it's fine i get it yeah how does it feel to be a i mean is that the antithesis of your experience of being a boston fan a very outwardly out there highly visible boston fan i mean i go to celtics games in new york city and to be honest the crowd is primarily cheering for the celtics so (laughs) i'm just gonna throw that out there (laughs) new york fans step your game up they should though I mean, the New York teams haven't been so good. No. And now the Boston, the Celtics, I saw the Celtics play the Nets last year. I did too. And at, yeah, Barclays Center and Kyrie was cooking and sh- shaking and baking. Shaking and baking. Are you so happy to have Kyrie? Um, Yeah, I love Kyrie. I mean, he's got to step it up this season. Ooh, I mean, we're only six games in, but. Come on, coach, <laughs> give it to us. Yeah, he's just working off that in- injury, so. I like Tatum. Tim's my favorite. Well, I like Terry Rozier, too. Rozier's like, I like him because Rozier's like a tough guy. Yeah, he is. He's Scary right. Terry? Scary Terry with the shits. With the shits. With the shits. What, what's the white guy's name? I forgot who got injured. Mm, oh, Hayward. Yeah. Isn't he? I, I think he's a Trump supporter. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about him. <laughs> he has that haircut. That was like a really gruesome thing for me. I yeah, like I mean, threw up in my mouth. There have been that. a few of those leg injuries that are like... Very, very terrifying. I know. It's hard to watch. Oh, my goodness. So, Shana, I met you at a WNBA game. That was my first game that I attended. Oh, for, WNBA? for the WNBA, yeah. What did you think about it? Um, It made me kind of sad. Uh, it was in Jersey. It was in, like, a rec center. I was, it like, was in upstate in Rochester. Rochester, New York. It wasn't Jersey. It was, like, upstate. Oh, you're right. You're right. Westchester. Westchester. In a rec center. Um, it was like kind of depressing and like in the women's uh, bathroom, there were like no tampons. I was like, what is this? Like, you're not actually supporting the WNBA at um, all at all. Yeah. I have my thoughts on the WNBA and how I think they can improve their, the overall experience, especially, especially a New York team. Yeah. I, I mean, to go from MSG to this rec center is kind of depressing <laughs> it was depressing it made me a little sad but we were there to support our girl friend of the show she was on episode eight locker room talk cappy pondexter the the goat four-time champ so sick <laughs> i mean she killed it she killed it they won we were ch- heavily cheering yes. for the fever <laughs> at the new york game sorry liberty i know but they need some they need some support you know i mean you could probably help them yeah i've i've, I've been thinking about it I mean, I, I think I have much beef with the WNBA, but I feel like they the reason why I started this show is because 
I don't think people understand the magnitude of sports, the fan base of uh, of basketball, right? You know, basketball is not just about people who play basketball. It's pe- about people who make basketball art. I just bought my fucking T-shirt today. Aww. Thank you. <laughs> T-shirt is sick. Thank you. Um, but when did you start making basketball art? Um, I think once I got league pass and like became so <laughs> engulfed in basketball i was like i should um spe- like take all that i'm learning I'm, I'm spending hours a day watching basketball i need to like translate it into something you know tangible mm-hmm. other than just like sitting on my couch watching basketball so then i started like writing about it um i started making art about it um right now i'm i'm working on i'm i'm having a show in january and i'm doing all just like basketball related garments like Fanware, like pieces that I want to see. It's they're one of one. I'm doing like nails, like wigs. Um, if you need a model, holla at me. Oh yeah, that'd be sick. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm trying to make my own apparel. Do you where do you, where do you get your inspiration from for when you making like uh, basketball art? Because I saw this one thing and this shit is hilarious. It's like the phoenix sun like bread it's like all the teams have uh like an oh item. yeah yeah, yeah. the and color I, association the color association and i think that's amazing so how like what's your inspiration be- be- behind some of the things that you make it's it's truly my obsession for the sport like i i see these objects and i automatically relate them to a team based on their colorway um it's it's basically like anywhere i go if i see something i can connect it to the sport in some way um, I do a lot of internet searching for my other w- jobs. So then I come across a, a lot of like vintage NBA pieces, which inspire me. Um, I'm not really excited about any of the work that's currently out there. So I want to um, create my own lane for that. I would agree. I, as someone, I mean, I am, a, I think my Instagram was supposed to be <laughs> all sports. But since basketball season started, it's literally just been an archive of old basketball photos. Mm-hmm. Um and I would say like 80s, 90s, when jo- when people st- start realizing that you can sell basketball gear. Yeah, that's the best. 1992 merch. Olympics, mm-hmm. that stuff, Jordan stuff, all that merch. The Lithuania. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. You have to go back. And some of that stuff is really easily uh, accessible on eBay right now. Oh, I'm on eBay like hours. Hours. Because you make really amazing things. Like some of the stuff is like hilarious, but also like so smart. Have you been in touch with the NBA at all? Um, not directly. I've I've done some projects for brands that work with the NBA, but not directly. I mean, that's ideally where I'd like to work eventually find my way in there but it's not it's not easy (laughs) yeah I think people I think everybody's a little late to the party I think when it comes to recognizing that merch doesn't mean like a jersey or like a cozy yeah it could be like some basketball earrings oh yeah no I've I've dug deep yeah yeah like lip gloss like (gasps) golf balls <laughs> bongs you know like it yes deep oh i just my. want basketball everything denver nuggets bong get high yeah. in the mile high city yeah i love it highly elevated highly elevated so you also have done some i saw a collaboration or a, a partnership with nike what was that like um that was awesome it was really cool because like 
you get to use the actual brand name instead of like doing a bootleg version of that. And that was really exciting for me. Um, yeah, that was fun. I, I did a net, an inverse net. Um, yeah, I would like to work with them more. That'd be cool. Without giving away too much, because, you know, protect your neck and your intellect, your IP out here, because people will steal your fucking idea. What is your dream collaboration look like when it comes to, like, Shayna, Shayna and, and the NBA, Shayna and the Boston Celtics? Like, what would you really, really, what do you want to make? Um... I mean, I, I'd like to create more like women's wear pieces because that's like lacking. There's like not much uh, women women's merchandise for the NBA. Um, so I wear a lot of NBA pieces that I go and I purchase and then I have to alter them to fit my body type. Um, so that's cool. But I mean, ideally, I'd like to work more on like the statistics side of it um, and just like um, documenting like the weirder details of the NBA. Like that, that's what I truly love. So, uh, yeah, because you said you your dream job would be a yeah. towel runner. <laughs> Just wiping their sweat up. <laughs> like, so you're like hitting the floor, wiping the sweat. Yeah, you're, you're that's like a key part of the game. If you slip, you'll miss you're a shot. You're done. Yeah, it's true. So you want to be sideline, towel ready, running out, wiping the floor. That would be like such a cool job for one season. You just like look at them, stare up. Right there. That's the closest. That's the closest you'll, you'll get. <laughs> Have you ever met someone, an, NBA, an active NBA player? Uh, no. I was at a party that Amara Stoudemire was at, but he was not actively in the NBA at the time. Yeah, he's around. He's yeah, like, why is he, he like, playing? He like parties because he's, he's, he's a fashion guy. He's a fashion guy now. Yeah. He's lived in New York. Anytime you play in New York, you're a fashion guy. Yeah. Odell, he's a fashion guy. <laughs> Courtside. Yeah. Uh, Ty- wasn't Tyson Chandler playing it for the... Ne- the Knicks at some point he was a fashion guy then. yeah he's still in, I saw him the other night I forgot what team he's on Nuggets maybe I don't remember I don't know blocking shots somewhere protecting the paint yeah he's still playing somewhere good for him you know who's um, still playing who um, why am I blinking oh no I can't remember uh, never mind come back to me on that no worries I want Vince Carter Vince Carter is still good as hell yeah he's on the Hawks he is? I was like, I was like damn, he's, I think he was starting. He's going to, when he retires, he would have been on every NBA team. <laughs> <laughs> they should give him that credit. I was surprised. So are you working on anything now that we should look, be looking forward to? Like, what is your next basketball thing uh, that people can look out for? Uh, January, I'm in a two-person show at a gallery called Selena's Mountain, and it's the, the fan wear. Anyway. I, yeah, I mean, ideally, I'd like to do a piece for every team in the NBA, but I'm not sure if I'll have the time to do that. Um, but yeah, so it's just going to be like one of one garments, and then I'm going to do like um, just large prints of moments in the NBA that I I find funny or amusing. Do you hate the Lakers? No, <laughs> I actually really like the Lakers. Are you sure, as a Boston fan, you can say that? I mean, if they were like in the same, if we were like. If they're at the same level as the Celtics, then I would be concerned, but I don't think that they are. They're so much fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your oh, top five all-time Celtics? Top five? Um, I don't know about all-time. I don't want to do all-time. I can do contemporary. Do contemporary. Okay, so Jason Tatum's my favorite player right now. He's young. 
He's he's got it going on. Uh, Terry Rozier. Um, I mean Jalen Brown. He's cute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your all your whole lineup Kyrie, is, is cutie pies. They are all cute. Um, is that part of the appeal of basketball? Do you crush on basketball players? I mean, I, th- I think they're cute and like a like my my top cutest is Anthony Davis. <laughs> You're probably the only person who eyebrow. I just can't. It just brow. makes me like I don't know. Takes me somewhere. She's sweating, ladies and gentlemen. It's <laughs> the brow has made her sweat. Yeah, he's he's one of my favorites. Wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that is pretty funny. The brow. <laughs> that April Fool's joke. You see that? No. Oh, when he he said he cut it off. He he like did a video and then the phone drops when he shaves it. I knew it was a joke. I'm interested because I grew up playing basketball. Play basketball. Played football first. That was my real love. But it's dangerous. Dangerous. I thought it was Icebox from Little Giants. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but then basketball and now. Air auntie, ball is life. I'm interested in how you use your work as a way to translate or communicate your like uh, tones of like feminism and and comedy and controversy. Um, do you think there is your work in basketball at all like a statement? For women, or it's just like you're a woman and you make and you love basketball and you make art, but is it like, or is there any like, is there intent behind that? Um, initially, starting out, I didn't have that intent, but like it's been years now, and then you notice that you get picked because you are a female who's interested in basketball. Um, so that wasn't my original intent. It's just my love for the game. Um, but now I want to direct um, my focus um, to more more topics like that. Like last night I recently saw there's a new uh, female referee in the league, which is super rare. She's like the fourth um, f- female to ever ref uh, an on-season uh, game. And I thought that was kind of crazy. Um, and, and that there's never been a female uh, head coach in the NBA. Um, I, I just read that, um, Becky Hammond, she's an assistant coach on, um, the Spurs. Mm -hmm. She auditioned or she, um, she applied to coach the Bucks this past year. And she was the first one to ever have an interview, first female to ever have an interview. And I I thought that was kind of strange. So I kind of want to move in that direction just because I'm like, why is it so, why is it so sparse? Like, why are there no opportunities for females in the NBA? Lauren Haltkamp, I think is her name. She she was that's yeah. the one who just I think not last night. Um, last night it was Ashley Moyer. Ah, okay. Yeah, she refed a Hawks game last night. Okay, I know Violet. Violet, black, yeah, the black one. Yeah, I saw Violet. She's the original. She's the OG. Mm-hmm. Well, Christy Tolliver, who is the first active WNBA player to be a coach in the NBA, she's uh the assistant coach for the Washington Wizards. Mm. And she plays, I guess, for the, what she play for? Oh, the Mystics, yeah, the mm. Mystics. So, I mean, slowly. There's, I mean, I think it's gonna still be difficult, like having, um, I don't know, just to like work around a female coach for a league that's 
been so used to males um, coaching them. I think it's going to be a difficult introduction to whoever gets that spot first. Yeah, I mean, I think even if you look at the comment section, yeah, on, I know it's it's disgusting. It's mental. Go, go make a sandwich in the kitchen. But I think my favorite thing now about NBA players are coming out in support of WNBA players, oh, yeah. and they're saying like, and WNBA players are like. NBA players support us and they don't they know that we have a high basketball IQ. It's the fans who are like fucking couch potatoes who don't know anything about the real sport. I mean, that's like most of America, though, you know, facts, facts. like it's, it's hard to change that view. I mean, like when we started the conversation off with saying like Boston is racist, like there's that obstacle, too. You know, yeah. um, it's, it's just going to be difficult to like their basketball players have been in support of WNBA players, but it's like it it stops on that one day. You know, like I haven't really heard like any further uh, conversation about that. Like they'll do a commercial and that's it. But I haven't seen any like active change. Um, and yeah, like Cappy had has talked about uh, the the pay rate, how it's substantially less than NBA players. Like it's just it's such an imbalance. And I mean, I, I think we're moving forward, but still, it's not fast enough. And I don't know if it'll ever get there. Yeah, I I can only hope that it will get there in my lifetime. I feel like, you know, there was a, I think the WNBA just celebrated its 20th season. And that was like, I don't think people thought it was going to make it to 20th season. Um, but the players are really good. You can't deny it. The The finals, I think the WNBA finals are uh, the highest they've been in the last few years. Mm -hmm. So definitely making progress. I'm looking at here for this. Zine. Mm. <laughs> was this an ode to the season last season? Um, the here for the this it usually like does half and in, in half seasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And where are you, these photos are these like just some stock images or are you shooting some of this stuff as well? Um, I'm not shooting. It's all it's all found imagery. I mean, it's those were my first like digital zines. Mm -hmm. I always like. Uh, like cut and pasted my collages so this was like the first time i had like free reign over like any image i could include and i could go in, in many different directions it's definitely like the, the most fun i've had making a zine i'm just so i think because of the internet i'm really surprised you haven't been contacted by like any players uh online or on instagram um no i mean it's it's, it's hard when you're using like licensed photos you know like i don't own any of these photos i mean I just use. as like people who i because i feel like now it seems like people are more in tune with art, right? People are like, oh, I like art. I go to Basel. Uh, <laughs> so I have this girl, Shayna. She makes zines. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think any of it... I, I just don't think it translates to, like, a product, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it, it's good, It's good like, light, like, entertainment. But I don't think it translates to, like, an actual thing that you can purchase. That's branded, at least, you know? That's branded. Well, Shayna... I think your work is really great. I'm a, I admire your basketball enthusiasm because we all know here at Sports Broad Ball is definitely life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you are a manifestation of ball is life with your NBA earring um, and all the many products that you that are available for purchase, right? Yep. Uh, am I plugging this? Yeah. Plug yeah. yourself. smhgirls.storeenvy.com. <laughs> Shayna, is there anything else you would like to say before we get off the air? Uh, Celtics are going to win the finals this year. 100 bucks, who wants to bet?
Who wants to but hit her DM <laughs> at Scorpion Scorpio in charge with your cash apps and your Venmos? She is ready. Let's go. She is ready with Scary Terry. Most titles. Let's go. Most titles. She talking shit now. <laughs> Bill Russell standing behind her. Oh my god. <laughs> thank you so much, Jada, for showing um, up. Thank you for having me. I love it. I love it. I love this game. I love it. I really love this game. I love it. I love it. I love this game. I love it. I really love this game. Well, there ain't never been a game like this. Cause basketball's a sport that you just can't miss. Every day you meet people who play. On black cops and beaches and on their driveways. You see